look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. Interesting show this week. We're going to find out if more Albertans are moving or renovating this spring and whether we're doing big moves or little fixes. Do you know what you, uh, what you can and can't do when you're helping a loved one look after their financial affairs? Most people don't. We've got uh, Catherine Zhang, a recurring guest. She's going to join us to talk a little bit about what the requirements for powers of attorney and caregivers are. Um, you already know that Probably if you're close to 50, it's hard to lose weight as we get a bit older. But do you know why? So we're going to talk to a doctor about how, why that is and how do we beat that, uh, that bulging tummy. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the top places in Canada to take your grandkids and some trips, uh, tips and tricks about to, to make that more enjoyable for everybody. An interesting week, particularly in the oil market. So we saw that... Uh, that President Trump has pulled the United States out of the Paris Climate Accord. He joined some elite company, uh, Nicaragua and Syria, uh, not signing on to this particular accord. And this is part of his America First. I was interested to uh, watch the reaction of the oil markets and, uh, and the commentary from the analysts and economists that follow oil. And a pretty interesting dialogue. Um, some saying that, listen, this is going to spur demand for fossil fuels in the United States. Uh, and, you know, if it's a demand-side response, then that should be positive of oil prices. Um, the, su- the supply-side uh, argument is that, hey, if, um, if we don't have the same or the U.S. doesn't have the same emissions restrictions, then perhaps we're going to see a, a renewed drilling effort and a supply side or production response from U.S. Uh, drillers, shale producers, and conventional producers. I got to tell you, with uh, with oil trading down, it looks to me like the supply side uh, argument is uh, is perhaps winning the day. We did see uh, um, a negative oil uh, pricing response with respect to that. We also got some comments from the head of Rosnet, which is uh, Russia's largest oil producer. His numbers, he says that he believes that the Americans are going to go to work here and drilling and could produce up to another, let's call it about 1.5 million barrels a day of production coming out of the U.S. So it's going to be interesting to see what this all means, um, and it is going to take um, a couple of years before we see if uh, the Americans actually get out. We've got Jody Robbins with us today. She's a Calgary travel writer and author of the 25 places in Canada that every family should uh, should visit. Jody, welcome to the show. Thank you. So we are um, we're going to have a big birthday here in Canada, and you know, if most Canadians are kind of like me, we sometimes take for granted um, our you know our own backyard, right, and travel internationally to see all these wonderful sites. But let's face it, we've got a beautiful country, and there's lots of great places uh, to see here. So I'm. I'm interested in the research that you've done here, and talk to us a little bit about the uh, the book you've written, and uh, share with us some of the gems that we should be all visiting in this beautiful country of ours. Yes, I'm happy to. Um, well, it struck me about two years ago that the um, this 150th event was coming up, and at that time I had done quite a bit of travel across Canada, but mm-hmm. not as much as I'd liked. 
And when I was researching that for my family, I noticed there weren't a lot of um, places where I could go to for advice that were very specific um, to families for family travel. And many guidebooks just didn't address that. So I knew I wanted to travel through Newfoundland. And essentially, I wanted to go to every province and territory in Canada. And so I set off to um, get out to the places that I hadn't yet been with and took my family with us and then shared those experiences in the book, 25 Places in Canada Every Family Should Visit, so people could learn from our experiences and, you know, ideally have better ones. Well, and I think that's, uh, I think that's terrific. So uh, let's go through some of the highlights. Um, tell us about um, sort of your anecdotal experience, but um, what was your favorite spot? <laughs> oh, it's so hard just to nail down <laughs> one favorite. But um, I will say, I, let, if I could say two, that would be great. But I was definitely surprised by the prairie cities. And maybe as an Albertan, I don't know if it's a snob factor or what, but I didn't have the highest expectations for Winnipeg or for Regina. But in both cities, I was really blown away. Um, not only were they extremely affordable for families, there were many attractions, but also a lot of outdoor adventures that families could do. So you got in those cities a really good mix of both, um, you know, city pleasures and being outdoors in nature and just very easy to get around. So it, it really made me think, you know, why do I think about going to L.A. or Chicago or, you know, taking my daughter to Paris when there's so many great cities in Canada we can have a wonderful vacation time in? Okay, so you caught me off guard, and then I got to admit, I'm a Winnipeg boy. I was born there, not raised, but born there, spent a bit of time. I would not have expected the top of the list to be Winnipeg and Regina. So let's talk a little bit about um, about why. I mean, so I can speak a bit about Winnipeg and all the great lakes and so on and so forth. But what was your experience there? Okay, well, first of all, the Forks. I thought that was yep. really unique, and a family could easily hunker down in that area. Very um, culturally significant, um, but, you know, playground space for the kids you've got the stream rushing by um you know you've got the the rivers oh, it's a um, great area for sure yeah. it's wonderful a children's museum is right there you know steps away you've got the canadian museum for human rights that museum is a huge deal and while you may think uh it's a it's a heavy subject matter the way they break it down in the museum is just fantastic it's very approachable for families and i think it really gets a lot of conversation started um, Assiniboine Park, uh, to me, this is one of the best parks in Canada, just not only in terms of green space, but they have a, uh, they have a children's playground there. Um, the Assiniboine Park Zoo um, is fantastic, especially, you know, they have this focus with a journey to Churchill, you know, on the Arctic animals. And yep. it's very hard to, to see that unless you do go north to Churchill. Right, right outside of town is Oak Hammock Marsh. And it is this amazing um, wetland and conservation area. It's a birding hotspot. But, you know, you can, like, canoe through these marshy areas, learn a lot of uh, traditional First Nations cultural practices. And, I mean, that's something you normally don't get in a city break. Yeah, no, fair enough. What was the most um, surprising or unusual spot you visited? I think the Viking Trail in Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, I had... You know, I honestly thought it was a rumor. I didn't believe it until I saw it. But it's true that, you know, half a millennium before Columbus, Vikings made landfall in North America. And they did it on the tip of the Great Northern Peninsula. And the Viking Trail, um, one access point, is just um, outside of Corner Brook. 
in the western part of Newfoundland. And it's a it's a several day journey throughout this very craggy coastline, charming fishing communities. And then you get up to Lanso Meadows. It's a National Historic Site, and they've recreated these sod and timber huts where the Vikings lived, and they're still uncovering artifacts, and there's just so much for kids to do there. Um, if you've got Viking fever, you really have to go, but it really, it, it made me, it, it was surprising to me that, that this happened in Canada. We're not really um, tooting our horn about it, and it's right. just a wonderful place to visit. Does the does your ranking in terms of the way you think about it change when you add kids to it? Where there's certain areas that perhaps were more kid friendly than others? Definitely, yeah. um, and it's not to say like, of course, you know the book is called Twenty Five Places in Canada. That doesn't mean there are only twenty five places. Mm-hmm. But I really I wanted to highlight the places that definitely cater to families. Um, so, for example, um, Tofino. It's not that Tofino doesn't cater to families. It's just it's a little bit more challenging to get there than, say, Parksville, which right. is also on Vancouver Island. And Parksville has this coastline that extends a kilometer you know, from the shore, very, very shallow warm waters, which is, I think, more ideal for young families than, say, um, the water that you're going to get in Tofino on the beach. Which is very cold, I can attest to that. (laughs) Yeah, so I wanted to make this book approachable and also, you know, factor in affordability because families are budget conscious. So where are the places in Canada where you can get these not only iconic Canadian experiences, but also some really under-the-radar gems that showcase the best Canada has to offer that people may not know about? Okay, so the book is called 25 Places in Canada Every Family Should Visit. How does somebody get a hold of this if they're interested in celebrating some of these great areas in Canada? Well, in Calgary, several independent bookstores are selling it, such as Shelf Life Books and Owl's Nest. You can also pick it up at Walmart, Save on Foods, Chapters Indigo, or order it online on Amazon. Okay, and just as, let's, let's maybe wrap it up by saying, what are, give us some of the uh, quick tips or tricks that people should keep in mind when they're planning to visit one of these great areas in Canada? Well, definitely um, call ahead and book in advance because this is going to be a very busy travel year. Though I have heard there's still plenty of campsites in um, Grossmore National Park on weekends this summer, so that's great to hear. But definitely do your research up front. It seems almost very un-Canadian to make a reservation for dinner unless you're in a big city at a fancy restaurant. But I would definitely call ahead and book things in advance as much as you can, um, including um, your seats on the airplane. Jody, thank you very much for your input today. Thanks for having me. We've been joined by Jody Robbins, Calgary travel writer and author of 25 Places in Canada Every Family Should Visit. And don't forget, it is our 150th birthday this year, so take advantage of that to the extent that you can. Okay, before we sign off um, on this particular segment, let me remind everybody that if travel is part of your retirement plans, then come out and join us on Monday, June 19th at 7 o'clock at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. We're going to be down south this time, and it's a Monday, not a Tuesday. Um, So to make your reservations for that, we'd love to see you. You can give us a call at 966-8400 or go to morethanmoneyradio.ca and you can register there. Stay tuned after the break to hear about the types of renovations that Albertans are doing this spring. You're on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. 
David Popowicz and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popowicz and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.